And welcome to Bill with it. It's episode 49 on the bus with me, your host, Avner, and my co-host, Amelia. Hello. This is the little podcast where we take a short trip around Albert Square, the home of EastEnders, and talk about the stuff that's gone on. Or lack of stuff in some weeks. You may have noticed that this podcast has become bi-week, not bi-weekly? Bi-monthly? There's two a month? Yeah, we do one every other week now because it just feels better. (laughs) Too much commitment. (laughs) Should we dive straight in with previously on? Previously on EastEnders. Uh, Right, so we had Keanu coming back. Nice, everyone's back actually. (laughs) Everyone's back, including Phil. Phil's back, hashtag Phil's back. Phil's back, Keanu's back. Neither of them look any more tanned, though, which is strange for being in Spain. I mean, Keanu's come back and he's a different man. He's he's had the soul ripped from him. Has he been home? Has he been to the tailors? Because I haven't seen him at the tailors. He was home once when he had his fry up and he gave <laughs> half a piece of bread to Bernie. She doesn't need it. She should be on a diet. The scraps. <laughs> so he was back and seemingly really like big man Keanu. But then, like, as the two weeks progressed, you could see that actually he was just... My first question is, where is Phil's money gone? I think I asked that last episode as well. Where has Phil's money gone? Well, Kat's got it. Yeah, that's 50k. Oh, the rest of I the mean, money. I mean, it's his fortune. Oh. Phil Mitchell, notoriously very, very rich. Dirty dealings don't uh, don't <laughs> yield as much as they used to, Ebna. All of a sudden, he's a poor man. Poor man Phil. And um, he's he's gone to the extent of, like, semi-kidnapping... Alfie's son. Oh, that you must not be even really... his actual son. He's like yeah. adopted son. I don't know what you call it. Nephew. Nephew. <laughs> <laughs> and gives him the drone. The drone is back. He's flying it, and he goes. Bet you can't land it in the uh, in the archers. And he does. And he closes the door and goes. Right. Call your dad. <laughs> it's almost you. You must be pretty desperate for money if you're willing to spend any extra time with those moon kids because they're horrible. So he, I did feel sorry for Phil at that stage. I was like, oh, Phil, you really... Like, next thing we're going to have a Phil and Tina scene. <laughs> I liked it when uh, Billy's kid, Billy oh, Jr. Will, Will, of course. <laughs> uh, stuck around thinking he might get a turn on the drone. And Phil goes up to him and goes... Your dad's waiting. <laughs> yeah, spat him as he walked by. <laughs> Your dad ain't got no money. I, I very much enjoyed this whole Phil-Keanu-Renaissance the, the mm. reunion of the lads, the boys. We had scenes of Keanu eating his breakfast or leaning on the kitchen counter or listening to like this dubstepy house music. Oh, yeah. And then we cut straight to Phil. He's on the Kasabian. He's got heavy music playing as well. They're both just thinking they're, about stuff. They're wearing the same outfit as well. <laughs> it's like they've gone to Dirty Dealings R Us and each chosen dark jackets, dark bomber jackets, yeah. dark tops. Slim fitting jeans. My favourite thing about the whole the whole storyline of this is I'm still not clear what the dodgy dealing was apart from business laundering money. Business. Everyone (laughs) told you. The Irish guy told you. The Spanish guy told you. Phil told you. Business. The 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 thing you got to take away from this when anyone new comes into the square and they've got a different accent, they're not good news. They're a bad guy. Well, They're not from around here. It's a reason EastEnders <laughs> voted Brexit. He's Scouse or something, isn't he? He comes in, he's... I, oh, I thought me, he was Irish. I know what he is. He's got... He's As I said, he's got an accent. We had Louise in this whole setup as well. She's still pining for Keanu. Keanu did Sharon a dirty as well. When he <laughs> when he came back and uh, she sent him a message saying, meet me at the cafe, and he said, Phil Round. <laughs> Do you remember that? Top class for me. He's Bad been... Man. 
the next level of Keanu that I wanted. We had Keanu like hitching legs and like getting off of Sharon. I didn't yeah. like it. He went right downhill for me. He's back now. Sharon's come in the arches. She's pining. She's going, I've missed you. I'm sorry. And he's turned around and gone, this is your fault. Look what you've made me. Didn't he say he wanted to wrap his arms around her throat and strangle her? Because <laughs> I remember thinking, oh, thought, here we go. Oh, interesting take. But no, back to the whole business thing. You've t- uh, We both touched on it. The, the writers don't know, do they? I don't think they know. They've they've gone, are we doing something in in Spain? It was described as... I remember there was a line about it being, you've closed down half of our businesses. And yeah. Charlie said something about, oh, Phil's just over there undercutting it. But what, wait, what, what competition are they in? So between, are they like, in garages? Their car, or... Getting their car fixed in Walford, middle of London, or Spain. There's no competition. I think there was a new garage in Spain. What, also Phil, called the Archers. And Phil thought, right, not having that. Phil set up a new, like, a, the Archers 2 or a something. franchise. Yeah. And he set it up as, like, a money laundering business, but why? And then he needed to undercut prices, but that's not the point of a money laundering. Like, you don't need to get business. Yeah, like people, you don't need to. People come in for your money laundering business. You don't need to then, like, try and undercut people and go, sale, sale, sale on carburetors. <laughs> Right before we leave, um, Phil, I also enjoyed his little friend describing Keanu as the man who could fight off six hombres. <laughs> six, but then later on just saying that he didn't. He literally cowed in a bull and yeah. let them kick him. And he occasionally kicked out. And like you said, got a couple of them, Sharon. six of the gang, six of like the bird gang or whatever we used to call them. He couldn't take them on. No, no, six no. Six teenagers who are like drugged up to their eyeballs. Nah, too Not much them. <laughs> But the hombres... Six, like, fully grown Spanish men who are in gangs. Well, maybe it was time for their, like, nap or something, or I don't know. What do they call it? A fiesta? Siesta. Siesta. A fiesta's a party. (laughs) During the the party! (laughs) The opposite of a siesta. I don't know why they've made that rhyme. Siesta and fiesta. It's it's, it's trouble, isn't it? Uh, Next one I've got written down is uh, Ruby Rape Continued. Yeah, that kind of kept going, didn't it? It kept going. And kept going and kept going. I think I've got some notes here about it last week. It really, it climaxed this week. But last week we had um, Martin, because of course she left, what's his name? Russ. Russ? Josh? Russ? Uh, uh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Matt good looking and... Guy. Oh, what's his name? Good, Matt good and... looking rapist, number one. I want to say Russ. Rusk? I think it's Russ. Or Ross. Ross, it's Ross. <laughs> well, good-looking rapist number one and good-looking rapist number two. Ross. Because you can't... They're, they're, what they've done there is they've kind of, like, taken what we expected, the, the stereotype of a rapist. White man. But not very good-looking. Grimy. Mm. And they've gone, let's make them good-looking. Because a they rapist good looking, can be though? anyone. Well, they're, they're, they're not bad-looking, are they? The shorter one was... Uh, so we had Ross laid out on a bench from the week before where mm. she'd... If you remember, drugged him and went to cut off his... Allegedly. Penis. Allegedly. Yeah. And Allegedly. she was talked out of it by Martin... I was going to say Anne Stacey, but Stacey was no. all for it. Stacey's worked up for it. Stacey was going, yeah, do it. Do it now. Man of scum, do it now. Let me get a picture of Archie. I'll just put it on top the top. <laughs> we had then a scene between Martin and Ross where he said that he'd put him through a wall, which I'd love to see. I'd love to see him do anything like that. Like I said on the night that we watched it, I do think it's because he means like as in I'd open the door and ask you politely to leave, <laughs> as in putting you through a wall. Wow, a floating sheepskin jacket asking me to leave. <laughs> I better do as it says. It's scary. 
<laughs> Apart from that last week, I don't think there was much more on Ruby that happened. Not really, especially it happened I, it was... this week. Then we had Tiff back. Oh, yeah, Tiff's back. Terrifyingly, and she is looking grubby. Thinks the word. I think things have happened to her that she can't unsee. Well, we'll we'll get into like, really what has happened dirty to her next week. But... Jumpers, blood all over her, bloodshot eyes. How's the makeup artist done that? She spat in her eyes. Oh, it's That's how just... they do it on set. They just spit in people's eyes. No, they don't. She needs money. She's gone full golem on this whole thing. Evie's around there as well. Uh, they need they need money to get away from someone they own. Again, it's not very clear what this business. No, no, no. It is. So is. they were they were selling drugs, yeah, and I they didn't that. meet their quota. So then they had to pay in cash to the drug dealer, and instead of sticking around for the beating or whatever was going to happen, they just left. Yeah. But they owed like a couple of thousand. Was it ever actually specified how much they owed? No, but Sonia. Sonia's come out of the woodwork and apparently is all in for Tiff as well now. She like, cares now. But I can't remember a scene between Sonia and Tiff since Tiff has come back as a teenager. I can't remember a scene between Tiff and anyone except for Whitney and the Slaters since she came back. Or Bernie. And suddenly there are, you know, people everywhere that hear about her. And Sonia's going, don't worry about that, I'll give you the money. Lies. We thought that she was going to go and talk to Dot, so. Yeah, Dot's got Mills. Dot's Mills. Dot's Mills. They're in the Dot's bank. Dollary Deuce. <laughs> What's a, what's a couple of grand to her? Nothing now. Exactly. She's she loaded. She's too busy in Ireland. Harold would have wanted it in a way. I think he would have, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, so we ha- then it's the whole like Bernie ordeal where she's going around the place whining, going, oh, Tiff's in trouble. Oh, why haven't you told us before, Bernie? No one's angry at her. Everyone's going, right. well done, Bernie. Bernadette. The people's prince. Even though she w- she lied to them multiple times, is something over and over. No, is someone downstairs? No. <laughs> is there something going on that you need to tell me? No. Who gave your brother Keek and the drugs? No, I don't know. That's not an answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, she's she she is wrong every step of the way in every storyline, but she's always grazed over, and I can't wait to watch her die on screen. She won't like suffocate. She'll be the new dot. An asthma attack. Literally, just you know, longest serving cast member. <laughs> Uh, in that whole story, they had a shot of Ted's place, you know, because that's still being used. Looking the, worse for wear, isn't it? Trashed it. But what I did learn was there's a little like pot of jam that someone had just been eating out with a spoon. Yeah, they love it. Just <laughs> rinsed. It's nice. Absolutely rinsed. I do that with Nutella, so why couldn't you do it with jam? <laughs> you can. I'm not, I'm not shaming them. I'm just saying that's what drug people Something like. Something you noticed. It's what drug people like now. I was, they like a bit of jam. I was so happy though because that that house is really trashed. Lots of things that are you know broken smashed but luckily the picture the sorry the the little plate porcelain plate of princess kate and prince william that was saved that and the chess set of course and the the whole chess set yeah Yeah, no pieces missing god no you think you know you know how much some of the things meant to ted and how much bernie apparently loves him she would have got in if she has to do it if she has to like give him the keys and whatever she would have gone downstairs and gone right let me take a few bits that I know yeah. Ted worries about. Just or, set, I don't think anyone's some in pictures, there. The sewing yeah. machine that, that Joyce is haunting. Of course. All that sort of <laughs> stuff. And she takes them upstairs to her room. So she hasn't got to worry about that. But no, she just leaves it all in there. Do Again, another think, thing she's done wrong. She's scum. Joyce um, was part of the gang at one stage. <laughs> That's what she like would Like the wanted. ghost of Joyce. She loves it. Yeah. That's why they wanted to hang out there. Uh, then Jack got involved as well. Was that this week? We could, no, this well, that was, was this the week. end of last week. He got he started to get involved. Why so, he got, got isn't involved here. at the start anyway? I don't understand. Yeah, he's a bent cop. <laughs> I know that you know he's a good guy and he's our favorite like good guy Jack, 
but he's not—he's not notorious for following the letter of the law. He'll keep a secret if he needs to. <laughs> well, it got to the point last week where he that he got involved and he like gave Evie a way out because she'd been beaten half to death, mm. and it, she didn't look like it, she had a nose. That's all she had, but. Well, she had ladders in her tights. <laughs> Make sure you give her tights ladders. She hates it when her tights have ladders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just ripping well, her up. suggest something's happened. She wakes up and goes, oh, no, my tights are in. Not my tights. <laughs> These uh... cost money from Primark. Drug money. <laughs> That's why she couldn't pay off the dealer. <laughs> She's buying tights too often. Yeah, of course. Um, so Jack takes Tiff and uh, Evie back to his place from hospital. He mm. discharges her. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Jack back and goes right you got an option here just tell the police the names and you're going to get off scot-free but you, but Tiff you can't see Evie again seems fair <laughs> and Tiff's upset about that I don't know why um, I get like I, I understand why Evie's safe because she's being taken into protective custody new identity why is Tiffany suddenly absolutely safe uh, from any repercussions we don't need any reasons do we this is EastEnders yeah but I mean it's not like you know, gangs are notoriously hard to like take down because you can only really take a couple of them at a time, and then the vacuum occurs and someone else from the gang just like rises up. Yeah. And they're not going to just be like, ah, oh, don't worry about that girl around the corner that totally stitched us up. Well, let's live and forgive, guys. <laughs> live and forgive. <laughs> the girl is probably a lot more recognisable than Evie was. Yeah. You know, with red the, hair, with gold, the gold bomber jacket, as she said. Yeah. As she herself said. But no, we had Jack like coming in and saying, uh, "These coppers, you can trust them." Where have you heard that before? Three, four mm, weeks ago with Hunter. <laughs> Could he trust them? <laughs> Not really. Yeah. Not really. But to be fair, Tiffany didn't shoot someone and then carry the gun around. But Evie's been dealing drugs. But she wasn't like in the mirror, like giving the drugs to herself and going, mm, "Yeah, girl, that's take the, the drugs, take the drugs." Like what Hunter was doing with his. <laughs> Like quick drawing the cap, yeah, like right. the gun. Wasn't take, she wasn't taking people down alleys and like with drugs in their back pocket. Going, you want some drugs? Well, yeah, no. In fact, she would get the other kids to deal for her. Yeah. Apart from that guy who stole from Max, that money's never been seen again or mentioned. So Max is. This is what I mean. Max rolling in the dough. Phil Mitchell gone. Well, that's because <laughs> Phil should have just moved in with Jack as well. If you're living with Jack, you're not paying for rent, bills, food. Suddenly, they're just raking in money. You can yeah. buy restaurants as well, as we've previously mentioned. So that whole storyline ended with um, another character leaving in the back of a car. The East Enders way, huh? To the next. I mean, this is all one week. This is what I mean. The new showrunners come in, and it's just chaos. Like I was struggling to write this week, like what families we're going to. Yeah. Because there's so many storylines going on at once. I yep. don't know if I like it or not. Mm, I liked the three solid storylines and a B storyline each week. So we had Mitch and the Trumans. Oh, I did enjoy that Patrick's scene. money. Yeah. That Denise is once again after we talked Apprentice, about The Apprentice or Dragon's Den he preferred. He, he kind of mixed them together. Yeah, uh, he was the happy other to do one. both. <laughs> All the same thing. Chantel, the uh, the, mm. da- the surprise daughter <laughs> with the very rich husband. Is she coming back? She's coming back, isn't she? It looks like she's a mainstay now. Oh, good. She was lovely. I enjoyed her. Night looks like a nice character. Yeah. Although she, she kind of like screwed Mitch over a little bit. But... Yeah, but in the way that she was speaking to him about how £10 was the most she'd ever gotten from him and he didn't even realise she was married, let alone had been invited, <laughs> nor had even laid eyes on her husband to the fact that he did not recognise her. Classic even though it was Mitch, obvious eh? to me. Classic I Mitch. turned around and said, I bet that's her boyfriend or husband or something. The moment he walked in, yeah. yeah. But Mitch, so I'm a better father to Chantel than Mitch is. 
So in a way, she kind of deserved it. So it started off this storyline with um, Denise and Mitch having to pitch their ideas um, while Patrick made notes. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I loved that <laughs> You love this, where um, Denise is like saying, oh, yeah, and we're going to do weaves, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, whatever. Um, and Patrick's, and then she ends it with like, and we're going to make money, or something like that, she yeah. says. And Patrick's notes just say, Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, pound sign. Pound sign. Question mark underneath. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't know what he's talking about. No one knows what they're talking about. I loved that Mitch's pitch was just starting off some ASMR stuff where he was just like, close your eyes. He was like doing those hand motions. The Jamaican accent whacked back out. Spritzing like rum around the place, putting the song on. (laughs) You're (laughs) mad. It was getting him. Patrick was 100% in at that stage. This is what I mean. This is why this, it's, I'm going to say it's bugged me, but it's not like, into the world for me because I predicted it a couple of weeks ago. Mm. We knew that the two businesses yeah. would become one 100%. and they'd have to work together and work it out. And Denise and Mitch are going to have. Yeah. Ne- they're going to neck. Bailey's going to have a new mum. Because, <laughs> you know, that's how EastEnders works. If you're the same ethnicity, you've got to be in the same Seems box. Seems like that, yes. It, it's un- <laughs> fortunately and uncomfortably being coming less of a joke and more of a terrifying statistic. <laughs> There's very few that are like, you know, and they mix a couple of I can think of at the moment is um is Chantel and a lawyer boyfriend. I was gonna say that's like but they're not regular like characters. They didn't come off at different no no, as in like they didn't come on at different times, then it immediately yeah. have to start matching. <laughs> it's true, that is true. So I guess it's easier to create a mixed race couple for EastEnders <laughs> if they can just set them at the time instead of going, Hey, Look who's here. <laughs> Which is, it's uncomfortable because that's what it seems like. I'm laughing, but it's true. It's weird that... Vincent and Kim? <laughs> Honestly, what did Vincent they have in common? for a long time. They have nothing in common either. Exactly, except... It doesn't work. Except their colour. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> it's very strange. Very, very strange. Even Cush and Denise. Well, they didn't last. The EastEnders doesn't mind. They're not looking at nationality. It seems like they're looking at... Closest colour match. <laughs> what, they've got their colour palettes out? <laughs> it seems like they're looking like what we do when you go, like, looking for makeup and you Pantone put, like, colours. put it on, like, your hand and you're like, oh, not quite right, but I'm going out tonight, I'm desperate, I'll just have it. No, I feel bad that that Mitch didn't win because his business was obviously better. Like, sure, he did have to offer, like, a free rum with every yeah. single one of his I think as well is but that, I, I don't he know. He wiped the floor with them if it wasn't for that £100 donation from a stooge but tell me tell me this like tell me like if you were walking past and someone said free rum and i'll give you a beard trim or whatever he was doing like that's kind of like something you could do off the cuff i don't know a lot of people that are just wandering around ready for a new haircut well that's why this whole storyline was stupid because no one's like walking around albert square going what should i do today and then you see denise and kim going haircuts 10 pounds especially like because colors trims weaves (laughs) Like blowouts, anything. They don't take like 10, 20 minutes. They're hours. I don't know when it was like, yeah, yeah, I've got a kind of a three spare hours today. Even it was like someone, it was Honey. Like she's got nothing to do. She just works her little crappy job at the Minute Mart and even she couldn't waste that much time. But we did discuss how it must have been weird because oh, Mitch they, and Karen were together. Their genes are compatible because oh, they're making beautiful children. They have gorgeous kids. Chantel <laughs> well, and Keegan. Mitch has got... Yeah, Bailey's so sweet as well. Mitch has got good... uh, It was Karen and Mitch, and then Keanu's dad, Strangler. Must be all right. I mean, he's... Yeah. Yeah. And then back to Keegan, 
Yeah. And then downhill. The last two storylines I have here are, one, Adam and Habiba. It's kind of boring, isn't it? It's predictable what's going to happen, and it's weird. Adam has no charisma. That actor is just not... He's like he's just like a plank of wood with an expensive shirt on it. An abs. An abs. And a little business card saying dentist. <laughs> like, that's... A, a plank of wood could be doing a better job by yeah, now. Yeah, the problem is his dentist puns are also drying up. Yeah. Like, they're actually becoming a joke on him now, because people are going like, oh, I shouldn't have any sugar around you. And he's going... Got a pun, <laughs> I, and I don't oh. like sugar. <laughs> no desserts. <laughs> and um, yeah, so that was kind and of. And is like outside the restaurant, and she's going, "I'm not a little girl anymore, am I? You were my first kiss." <laughs> what? Did she have a seizure? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, while looking at him, and then they threw flour at each other, and then he went back for her, and like it was walked so up to her, weird, like, isn't it? I'm gonna kiss your face. He literally and like they got that close down, yeah, to her mouth, and went, "It's." Just send her a text if you do. Just walk away, mate. Yeah, and just pretend it didn't happen. Yeah, because now Billy thinks he's in. You haven't done anything, mate. Well, hasn't he? And the last one is Bex and Kush. That little. Oh, I'm not talking stuff. about that. We spoke about that last time. Well, no, it's just that it was the finalisation of her coming over and saying, "Sorry about the other night. Uh, I got a bit of head of myself. Can I do a shift on your stall, like?" I know. Like, what the hell? And Sonia I want comes some over ten off. minutes later and goes, What are you doing on the stall? You should be revising! If you're not in the shower or asleep, you should be revising. And you only get ten minutes for a shower every second day and forty minutes of sleep, so get back in that house! Shall we start this week? Yeah. Right, so the first stop I've got listed is the Mitchells. And the first line that was uttered was, Shotgun the bog! That was Denny. Uh... <laughs> so that's really where this week went. <laughs> Toilet jokes from the off. Well, the Mitchells are kind of in the bog, aren't they? Their cards are getting declined. <laughs> Hasn't Sharon ever heard of an overdraft? And why is she one. so? But Never yeah, but why one. is she so? Even when you're getting like, so I've got an overdraft, but even before you get anywhere close to your overdraft, get like you get a text saying, you know, basically yeah. Lloyd's texting goes, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> And Actual I, words, I've yeah. seen the text. <laughs> and I text back, oops, sorry. Soz lol. <laughs> Soz lol. I've got no willpower. <laughs> but so I don't know why Sharon's like, what? <laughs> like, unless all the texts are going to Phil and he's just like uh, texting back, Jenny, mind Jenny, your Jenny. own business. <laughs> uh, before we like do our, our weekly rundown of what happened, mm. right? Uh can I ask, do you remember, like, this must have happened when we were watching at the start of last year, but didn't Phil and Sharon, like, join powers? Like, they were married anyway, but they, like, got over something, and then Sharon was like, we're going to make it big on the square. Oh, yeah. It, we're going to be the king and the queen of the square again. Was it, again. like, when Aiden left or something? Yeah, we're going to take back this square. It was something like that. Yeah. It was some sort of cheesy line where everyone went, hashtag Phil's back! Until they realised that all they had was E20 and the Archers. <laughs> and they're just hemorrhaging money. In both. They didn't even have the Archers. That's Ben's. Yeah, why is he, why <laughs> is he giving it to Ben? They had E20 and they pretty much gave that to Mel. They gave 50% to Mel. Why have they done that? Honestly, I don't understand this thinking. They need the Vic back and they need it ASAP. <laughs> not going to get it. It's halfways. So, this week... We saw Phil, he's got money problems that have been, you know, kind of brought back over from Spain. 
Yeah, we aren't quite sure what the money problems are because no one... Business. Business business and laundering. And yet, so he's trying to set up some laundering businesses, but all all of his existing money is gone, or with... Yeah, or with Alfie. So, but why would you give... Honestly, that's his own problem. I don't feel sorry for Phil in that way. You, I wouldn't lend Alfie Moon a tenner. The way why is he, he giving him 50,000 pounds? Stealing TVs. Since he's stealing babies. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, committing, like, faking his own death. All that sort of stuff. So he's Good been kind there. of, like, around, looking stressed. Uh, he's sorted Keanu out to tail Lou. And told him that he can give her some kisses and cuddles and do whatever it takes, which made me feel uncomfortable. But then by the end of the week, it was, but anything more, and you'll be wearing a wooden jacket, mate. A wooden overcoat. Oh, sorry. Listeners, if you know what a wooden overcoat is... It's a coffin. It's a weird way to frame it. Why don't you say, I'll send you to Chase? I'll send you to Chase? Yeah, the funeral Because that's home. not very threatening, seeing as Keanu and Jeff are friends. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Keanu would love that. He goes, all right, I'll, okay. I'll go see him now if you want. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jay, mate. <laughs> Vincent here. <laughs> and so then, oh, and then, uh, Kathy's been getting into Phil's face every time of the day. And I loved Phil's line of, oh, what did he say? I'll get talked to by my wife. I'll even get talked to from my daughter, but I won't get talked to from you. And now Ben's back. But not- new Ben. Let's talk about new Ben. Let's stop oh, here and talk about new Ben. Because how many Bens have we had over the years? Is this the 20th Ben? And they've never gotten it right. Even this Ben's wrong in some way. He's just... Why don't any of them look like Phil? So he's come back good looking. Mm. He's better know, looking than last time. Generically good looking. He's, he he's not get, looking. He lost the hearing aid. Ben's they always mention that. Yeah, Ben's evolving into something. So, like, in 20 years' time, I assume Ben will be very handsome. And not look anything else like Phil. Or dead. Yeah. <laughs> it might not even last that long. But no, he... Yeah, so no hearing James, aid, James no glasses. Like, uh, oh, where's your glasses, mate? He goes, contacts. I was waiting for someone to go, and the hearing aid? Where's that, you deaf <laughs> And why are you a bit taller? <laughs> not by much, but a bit. And where's and your all face that changed. Money? Your face has changed. <laughs> and why did Phil you say you were going episode. to France or to Spain with all of this money, but actually you've been in Portugal the whole time? <laughs> doing business again. Business. He's been doing business too. Everyone loves I've, business. Dad, I've become good at the business. <laughs> What business? <laughs> you know, the family mystery business that we don't talk about. And if you're in Portugal and you're in Spain, why didn't you say hello when you went over there? The only thing that uh, that Ben kind of has that's like a familial kind of trait of the Mitchells is that he's just a shit dad. <laughs> yeah, he is that as well. I mean, I at least Phil kind of tries occasionally, but 100% of the time we've seen Ben, he's just like kicking toys away from himself Telling him, like, telling Lola that, oh, take her away. Well, even as a kid, though, even in first Ben or second Ben, whatever Ben he was, little, mm. little creepy Ben, little kid Ben. Oh, yeah, I didn't like when, that. When um, he was getting abused by Stella, he was melting the toys of Louise. Oh, Remember yeah, that? and he did he burn her the, as well? He was putting toys in the microwave and heating up spoons and, like, going to burn her. Yeah, he burnt her, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> the spoon. Oh, he shouldn't be back. He's just messed up. Well, this is it. He's come back. And he's, he's got a secret. You know what happens when people come back to the square if or you, come to the square As soon in as you get off the tube, even if you've got no relation to Walford, <laughs> yes. you have a secret. And you need to tell people. Imagine, it's not about keeping an actual secret. It's about telling as many people you know that you've got a secret. Imagine getting off the train. Like getting on the train to Walford, mm. right? And you're just going about your day. This is you. Yeah. You're going about oh, your nice. day. Yeah, right. You've packed your bag, little, nice. little uh, rucksack for the day trip. Day trip. Right, yes. yeah, you, you're yeah. going to Camden or something on the oh, way. Oh, lovely. Well. That's nice. day, right? Yeah. And you go, oh, my stop at Walford. You get off the train, you put the ticket in, you go through the barriers, boom, you've got a secret. Oh my you God. You didn't even know about it. You've got a secret. And I'm sweating <laughs> profusely. I'm like, I've got to tell someone. 
I got a secret. Is that why you're people don't? Around, you're looking at the train station. It's gone. You can't leave <laughs> until I solve my secret. It's like the Spillman family secret in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. A cat comes over, and I've got, got like a big board. Do you think that's why people don't ever tell us the secret straight away because they don't know it either? So it's all about trying to like, and that's why they tell more people. They're like, so I've got a secret. And you can't tell anyone your secret. I'm not telling anyone my secrets. I I'm don't know my secret. I'm asking you if you know what my secret is. Why would I know your secret? Okay, so you not you me? crossing the name <laughs> <Yeah>. off. <laughs> All right, yeah, well, don't tell anyone I've got a it's, secret it's... unless they know what my secret is and then definitely tell it's them. It's at that point you'd like overhear a conversation as well about money and it'd be like, oh, what's that? And you, you wouldn't, it wouldn't click to you because you wouldn't understand. No. Or like, you'd have no need for the money. But you go, two grand. And Suddenly you you're like over, money hungry. You walk over. You have a chat with Phil. <laughs> yeah. He Suddenly goes, you're just right. Okay then. You can get a shift at the arches if you want. <laughs> and you're, you're working at the arches. You came from a day trip. You're stuck. You're stuck. You have to go to the minute mark. Get a, like get a job, <laughs> like a temporary job there. You have to you're try and find after a house. Kids. Oh, of course. You're going to have the Slater kids. Ugh. The moons. <laughs> just, as and soon as you get the tube. Why are those moon children are yours? Oh, that's the secret. That's the secret. And oh all of a sudden, whoop, the, the station's there. And again. you're running. And you can run. <laughs> you are charging. <laughs> like jumping the barrier. Like crawling your way out. Never again. Unless you get a cab out. You're allowed to leave if you get in the back of a cab. Yeah, but that's only with a solemn storyline. You yeah. can't leave happy. London prices are extra- <laughs> ex- exorbitant as well, though, so... You might not want to pay for that cab. Oh, Sometimes that... it's easy to work out the secret. Uh, yeah, well, there you go. That's the uh, that's how to write an Eastern episode or yes. character. What else happened this week? So we uh... had oh the other thing that happened was everyone's now in on the laundering. So oh, everyone's Phil, Phil in. was like, because first of all, it was Phil and Keanu. Keanu was like, me and you, we're partners. I was there. I was going, yes, Phil and Keanu, yeah. the boys. So, fi- okay, so let's do this mathematically. But then, Phil and Keanu. So starts with a hundred percent of Phil. <laughs> Then Phil cuts Keanu in 50-50. So now Phil's only got 50% left. He's gone to Billy. He said, could you launder this through the, the 20? Mel sees. Mel comes over. I want 50. She's in. He says, I can't give you 50. I'll give you 10. I've only got 50. <laughs> Without actually, And he's not telling anyone else that there's any other partners. He goes, all right, I'll give you 10. And she goes, 25. 25. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's Keanu 50. Mel 25. Him 25. Worse still, who else comes along ben and comes wants to get back. wants to get involved? He's going. You don't want to be involved, son. Please just... don't be involved. I'm with your losses. Please. <laughs> and what does Ben ask? He asks for like twenty percent, doesn't he? He goes. Ben's like, I'll take twenty percent. Like um... He goes. Yeah. So right now, the business of the laundering is actually shareholders Keanu. He's the majority shareholder right now. And he's the one that's on babysitting duty. He's just whoring himself out for Louise. He's doing the least work. How are they all like he's at a board meeting? Place. Are they all going to turn up and go, what? <laughs> Keanu's got the major share. Yeah. And Keanu's going to say, I'm about 50%. So I'm the boss. Yes, you're the boss, Keanu. <laughs> Phil, go get me a coffee. What? <laughs> well, you're only 5% in this, aren't you? <laughs> there, was a, there was a scene where um, I felt like Keanu was describing the storyline of this whole mm. laundering where he said, uh, are we sure we're not rushing things, Phil? And Phil proceeds to punch a wall. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just felt I'm not like, doing this because I want to! <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it because the writers have rushed it in! 
Because they don't know what the business is. Oh. My other favourite line was from Ben. Mm. Big Ben Mitchell. And uh, someone said to him about if he was Lola now. Yeah. And he said, no, I'm still a big gay. I think he said, I'm still a bit gay. No, he said big gay. He said bit gay. I'm still gay. a big gay. No, he said, I'm <laughs> oh, still a... Oh, hello, ducky. No, he said, <laughs> he I'm still a... off. No, he said, I'm still a bit gay. He said, I'm... as in a joke, I'm still a bit gay. So yeah, with this whole mixture, I thought we'd just bunch in Billy and Honey. Yeah, but... sure. The most boring storyline in the world. <laughs> So Adam's gone and said, uh, "Oh, I can get I can get Billy Junior into Gooder School. It's not it's well, not it's a private still a school. Free school. Yeah, it's just a it's just a. So got a different catchment area, I guess. Then slightly well, the nicer. Kids, the kids' uniform is just a white t-shirt and blue trousers. But Lola's back in with Billy as well. She is saying like, oh, 'Oh, we're gonna get you back with Honey.' Billy, of course, is going. Yes. Why does she? Why does she want her dad or whatever her granddad, whoever it is? Why does she want him back in with Honey? She, Honey's been nothing but rude to her. And anyone that anyone that Billy's got anything yeah. to do with, really, because she like she didn't even say hello to Lola. She was Lola's stepmom for a while. Yeah, like for a long time actually. Yeah, she's well. She's not. We we said Susan is not a, Susan. 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 She's not a very nice character. No. I don't like her. No one does. But they had Except this big meal Adam. together. The spaghetti bolognese, the very spaghetti nice bol- apparently. Very nice. <laughs> then they spoke about dessert, to which Adam said no. No dessert. I'm a dentist. Teeth. Important. That's his line. So then I... Which Lola then goes over and says, oh, are you done now? This full plate of spaghetti. Yeah, what did you eat then? Which was so (laughs) nice, apparently. And then tipped it over him. And he went from zero boring dentist to 100% abusing husband. And this is like, this is, like you said, they haven't developed this. This is not... At all in Adam's like characteristic because he was over with Habiba splouting flour all over the place on his expensive clothes. Yeah. I assume. Yeah. So and like so, what's the difference? He jumps up. Do you know how much this shirt is worth? First of all, it was get away from me, and he literally like almost shoved her away in front of all the kids and stuff. Yeah. And then Honey was just like, "I think you better go to Lola and the, <laughs> the kid." Okay. Yeah. So we're seeing a bit of a different side to Adam. But it's not a side that we've ever seen before. And there's so many other chances where he could have shown that side. At least show it like a little bit first. Like yeah. give us a hint. Sure, he's, just... he's a little bit controlling. <laughs> My other issue was when they're at the school. And so Bill, so it's five o'clock because Phil's friend's been and gone and he finishes the day yeah. at five. Yeah. And the bell's still going? Why is the bell still going? And secondly, they've got visitor tags on and yet there's kids just swarming them with no adult present. That's not a... That's like... That's a... a Protocol! But that's a universal rule because anyone can have a visitor badge and still be a pedophile. That was it. And then it ended with Honey, like, gorging on cake and cream. Like, squirting cream. Oh, literally straight into her mouth. While Billy was, like, standing behind going, I'm back in, boys. He may as well have, like, started unzipping his pants. That's how (laughs) Yeah, you squirt that cream, girl. You're just filth like me. You're scum. You ain't anything posh like Adam wants. Are they going to round off all these like undeveloped new characters and just put them on a boat out of it anytime soon? I like Habiba, so. Ikra, Adam, just all on one boat and just off they sail. Goodbye. To the other side <laughs> of the Thames. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> Who else is new and undeveloped? Chantel so far. Chantel's husband. I'll leave Chantel. Bailey's mum. Dead. Not yet. She will be soon. And on that dark Ruby, show, Ollie. She can, she can leave now as well. She can leave. Ollie can leave now. Ollie can leave, yeah. That tiny child's. <laughs> Well, don't see him, no point, is there? Mika. <laughs> uh, we got rid of Evie. 
We did. Mika. <laughs> Haven't seen him since the birth. Yeah. Always remember baby Mika. My final note on the Mitchells. So Vincent dead then, I assume. He's well, not coming back anytime. It's soon. not it's not confirmed. And Phil was very cagey about it. He was like, I know what happened, but I don't know everything that happened. <laughs> I know, but I don't. <laughs> but here you go, have a ticket to Glasgow for about two months. or three months. <laughs> months on end. <laughs> oh, you pay for my food and uh, travel and like uh, Just the, the, breakfast. The... <laughs> oh, come on, breakfast and dinner. All right, breakfast and dinner. How about where I'm staying? You've got to cover that yourself. I haven't got the money for that. Fine. That's where his money's gone. <laughs> he's he's, he's <laughs> paying for Kim. Kim, holiday. Mika, Pearl. Have you seen Denise how... was down there as well for a while. Have you seen how Kim lives? She thinks she's the queen. She is the queen. Anyway. She just buys everything. No wonder he's got no money. He was buying like everything for everyone for a short time. He was loaning money to shit. This is oh, why yeah. he's got no money. He has no money. <laughs> it's ridiculous. My last note on the Mitchells was the more time that Jay and Billy are spending together, the more wrinkles Jay is getting on his oh, forehead. Oh no, poor Jay. He does that surprise expression and he's got like a Wi-Fi bar now. He gets. He needs to get away from Billy. He'll become Billy if he's not careful. Oh God, please. Right, so our next feature, it's a new favourite. Stacey or Pacey. Uh... This... <laughs> As you know, Stacey doesn't race against other people like you'd expect her to. No, no, it's just concepts. She races against concepts. Mm-hmm. That have been written into this show. This week, Stacey's going to be racing against uh, how quickly the Mitchell family accepted the brand new face of Ben Mitchell. Who wins? Stacey's quick. Like, she's super quick. She gets in the court last ball in, like, a cut. That's really quick. But there wasn't a a face in that room that looked even (laughs) mildly confused. Jay, he did ask about the glasses. He was suspicious. But it wasn't in like a suspicious way. It was more like a, where are your glasses? As like a fun way to like poke fun. So I've got to say Mitchell's all the way. Even though I'm impressed that Stacey could leg it, you know, over from like two public facilities, probably yeah. not close to each other. No. I, I don't see many courtrooms next to hospitals. Hospitals usually in like a out of, out of city centre, out of town. Yeah. Like they're in like their own little zone, aren't they? Yeah. So I think that's, I have to say the Mitchell's though, because... He walked in, and they were like, well, Phil walked in, and they were like, Ben, Ben, Ben. (laughs) my boy, my boy, my boy, my boy, my gay boy, (laughs) because he hated him being gay, didn't he? Oh, yeah, of course, sorry, I just got confused as to why you were yelling, my gay boy, but now I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Should we move on to the next stop? Please. It's Slater time. Um, yeah, no, they're always they're always around. This week, Jane was starting her chemotherapy, but not before that she uh, took a insanely well timed trip up the O2. Now, I don't know if you can book overnight walks. Can you? Like, are they I, not quite popular? I mean, I shouldn't. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I wouldn't think they're like booked out every week, every day, especially on like a weekday. I can't see like how many people can fit on one day's walk. About twenty, thirty. But I think they only go like. Every couple of hours, I think you'd only find about four or five on the week. One. What's well, so they do? Four or five a day. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's definitely room in them then. Yeah, but think about like something like the Harry Potter Studio Tour. Yeah, it's not the Harry Potter Studio Tour. It's the walk up the O2. Not everyone likes heights. I know, but like, not everyone loves Harry Potter, and not everyone books- likes heights. It's fine. Don't criticize this storyline. <laughs> I can't even get a hair appointment sometimes overnight. So they walk up the O2, her and Shirley, except that Shirley pulls out at the last second. So. <laughs> We'll talk about yeah. So we'll talk about Jean and what she does up there later. But then we'll um, 
Then we'll see that Jean what she is does in the, up there. We'll see Jean in the little She gets cap. her knickers off and she has well, a little play. Jean has a, has a, a therapy with Shirley and Stacy. And uh, we don't really see any more of the Slaters, do we? It's uh, just... I was in with this, I'm just, I'm just bunging in the whole Ruby situation. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about Ruby later. Anyway, so, and I mm. truly think that this is a really thing of Jean to do. Like, yes, yeah, you're Jean, going through something Jean, really scary. But, I do not doubt it. But heard that Shirley's got a fear of heights. Well, f*** you, Shirley. If I have to have friend. cancer, then you better be getting up the O2 with me. So like, pity the Eiffel fucking tower isn't in England, because you'd be up the top of that as well. Honestly, like, I would do anything for my friends, but I hate heights. If someone told me that, I'd be like, I'm so sorry, but no. <laughs> it's terrifying. Why would you want a terrifying experience? Why wouldn't you want to spend time with your family the day before? You're qu- She's going to be quite ill and quite, like, spaced out and tired all the time. Do something fun. I think it was the metaphor that she was using because it was like the, if I can overcome this fear of because you're scared of heights as well then I can overcome every, anything yeah fine do it yourself don't get your family or friends involved they don't want to do that or ask yeah. someone who might want to well you know you know Shelley would have been there for moral support she, she was there for moral support she but she literally like and before Jean's like complete meltdown Shirley had kitted up and everything I maintain that it was Jean just melting down every three or five, three to five seconds that gave Shirley that time to process (laughs) what she was doing and pull out. So before watching these scenes, I had read on the internet how bad this was, like uh, the uh, ADR, the Mm. voiceovers, because obviously looking at it, they they shot on on like location. They shot on the dome, obviously. You don't think it was a stage? It wasn't a set, no. (laughs) It wasn't a green screen, it was on the dome. Um, So... Looking at because they were shooting like her walking up, so there wasn't that much room for like much more than just the camera. So they didn't have any mics, or if they did get audio, obviously it was really blurry on the day and you couldn't hear anything. Yeah, would have been. They had this weird ADR the whole thing, which didn't line up with the mouth. No, not at all. Not not lined up with mouth. It didn't line up emotionally at all. Like it was said in such a monotone. Every line delivered monotone. I don't understand why. If that had not turned up, like why, why couldn't they just anticipate this and go, you know what, let's just keep the monologue to a, like the conversation to a minimum and we'll have these conversations on either side, but let's have like this nice shot of like her doing it, achieving it, yeah, achieving it, getting her photo and having like a really brief conversation about the guy that just seemingly know going, I want to see you here next year. He's there. He's selling tickets. He's making moves. This year, at this time every year, I want to see you back here. (laughs) Friends, family, bring him. Please, God. It's, look at it. It's a 10 people turned up. <laughs> They're on the bloody Harry Potter studio tour. <laughs> They're milking us dry. I tried to get a job over there. Even that poor woman, I felt really bad for her. You know, the one that was try- like sharing with Jean, like, oh, we're going for it's a charity walk for our friend who's recently died. And Jean was just like, shut up. She's there in the kitchen of Linda, like talking. The kitchen of Linda. <laughs> the, ki- the realm of Linda. <laughs> She's there, and she's like talking about cancer and going to Linda. Were you like this, Linda? Linda, who said last week, I Very really don't adamantly. want to talk about yeah. cancer. You can say it, just don't. Oh, I hate thinking about it. Cause yeah. it'd be a bad time of my life. Jean's like, okay, fine. Next shot. Were you like this, Linda? When you had the big C with the tits, were you? Yeah. <laughs> and as soon as she, so she was just chatting to this woman. And instead of saying, oh, that I'm really sorry for you. Actually, I'm just gonna. I'm a bit nervous. She literally screamed at her. And now we have Ruby. <laughs> who's being, uh, finally got her day in court, uh, meets her <laughs> prosecution, <God. laughs> meets her prosecution barrister for four seconds before he rushes over and just says, be honest, as if she was thinking about anything else. 
<laughs> there is so much wrong with this court and then like, story. There was this overly aggressive like defense barrister. Like, I know you have to do your job, and I know it's hard. Setting but, women's rights back. But like, but honestly, like you said, her her defense line of argument was that uh, Ruby didn't want to be embarrassed by her like different stage of life friend Stacy, mother of three, wife, very sensible. And then, like, next shot, Stacy walks in, thigh-high leather boots, skirt, short black up skirt, to her knickers. <laughs> big jacket to cover a pregnancy that we're not meant to know about, going, what's that, fellas? <laughs> Am I right in saying you didn't want to be humiliated in front of this? Stacy walks in, she goes, ah, oh, for f- <laughs> Jury, don't turn around! <laughs> Just, put, I told you to put jeans on. Oh, <laughs> pull up your dress. Of, no, pull it down! <laughs> God, there's so much flesh. <laughs> Everyone else is wearing blazers. Martin, he's done himself. He's, up. In he's a not... full suit. <laughs> Sheepskin jacket, God, He's in a sleek, I understand fitted that suit. Maybe he she... is looking good. Maybe she doesn't have much like business wear or something like that, or smart casual wear. But she owns a pair of trousers and a blouse. They've empowered Stacey to be this person. Like she picks herself up when she gets knocked down. She's strong, she's powerful. She's talking to Gravestone, saying, I don't need to do this, I'm better than you. I don't have a port would operate, really. But I don't think you could walk in halfway through someone's... And then just chat. (laughs) Yeah, halfway through someone's trial. Like, what's his name? Matt, is it Matt? He's up on the stand and he's, like, giving his testimony, whatever he's doing. Giving his half of the story. Uh, Ruby, Stacey and the lawyer woman come in. And all, they all, they, halfway through, they they crawl into the, the pew, whatever it is. Yeah. And they'll have like this chat. They'll whisper it. No one says to them, Oi, sh- shut up. Have that conversation yeah. outside. I feel like, I think you can like want, you can walk in, but I don't, I think once the session has started, you can't come in. So I think yeah. you, I, you and I could go and see a court like tomorrow. If can we? Want we? To. I know. I think you can. You can, unless they're like, unless they're locked down because of someone's age or like a security risk, you can go into anything, but you certainly can't go in late during someone's testimony yeah. because even though he was you know the defense he was being the one being accused you could say that like he was only getting nervous and making these mistakes because someone had walked in halfway through yeah and was then having a conversation <laughs> they weren't having it, would, it would throw you off you'd be like i'm uh, i'm sorry what did i say like I'm, i've got someone talking <laughs> in my right ear <laughs> also why was ross there ruby said from the get-go that she was okay with sleeping with Ross. Well, this is what I thought when you said about it this week to me. I thought, yeah, Ruby was fine with sleeping with Ross. It was just the other bit. It was Matt, yeah. So what did Ross do that wrong? He said, like, go and have a go. So that's conspiracy Conspire. to rape? Cons- conspiring to rape, yeah. But that's, but they've charged him with rape. Yeah, First he, degree rape. Yeah, so it doesn't make sense. It's stupid. I'm confused. We had Stacey, this is what we talked about a minute ago, Stacey just popping in between different scenes. She's at the hospital. She's at the court. Literally a cup between the two things. I know, literally have like, have a moment of just Sharon like having a cup of tea or something. Yeah. Or Linda serving at the bar. Or Jean up at the O2 going, <laughs> But it was like, Jean, three hour chemo session, cut, Stacey also at court Listen, for a we, couple of hours. But we had a session. massive breakthrough understanding the timelines, didn't we, this week, is that we've realised that actually time isn't a linear thing in the world of EastEnders. <laughs> Everyone is just involved in their own storylines, going on at their own pace. And that's why we think that one day isn't actually one day. It's For some people, it's weeks go by. Yeah. That's their different storyline. Stacey wasn't actually going back and forth from the hospital to the court case. Because the hospital was in advance into the future. And Ruby's court case was still in the past. Let's finish 
that rape storyline. But wait, why don't we continue it, but with a new person? I think <laughs> and everyone's gone, yes. Yes. Think, to be honest, I think this one's going to end up with her not going to, like, say anything. I think this one will be like, you know, you're yeah. not wrong to... Because I think she was right, like, when Jack was trying to kind of, like, guilt her and say, like, you could protect other people that are going to go through this. And she says, actually, that's not my job. I, you know... And it's fair enough if you want to go ahead and do that and, like, you yeah. know, that's very brave. But it's also brave enough to say, you know, on my mental a bit stability and emotional health right now, it's not... I don't get to dictate whether he does that or not to the future. Yeah, I just well, have to protect th- myself. This, this one's going to end most probably with her having HIV or something. God, I hope not. Hey, that's dark. <laughs> that's also... For such a young character. I'll tell you what. It's been a heavy week, apart from the Mitchells. Yeah, it's been it's really been a heavy. heavy week. Like, we saw Cancer, to go... rape, rape again. <laughs> we had to, we saw, like, so this week we had a lot of, like, Tiff spending a lot more time with the Brennings. She's having a bit of, like, you know, not really getting along with Whitney, Whitney and Sonia. Yeah. Spending more time with Jack. And she, you know, tells Jack, actually, someone has assaulted me. Yeah. And he wants to take her to the police. No, 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 not interested. But she, he uh, took her to the sexual health clinic as well. And I kind of liked that. I liked the... The idea that that was getting a bit of a, an advertisement, don't you think? Well, yeah, it's a nice little infomercial. Jack giving a one-two on that. Do we have that a, a few weeks ago as well? Someone we? going to a health clinic or a sex clinic, and oh, you... did they? I'm sure. I'm sure there was some. I don't know who it was though. Maybe it was Ruby. Maybe no, because she went to the police. I think it was before Ruby. I think it was last year sometime. But you're right. It was so hard. She's quite like a fun easygoing character we've known her since she was little yeah and yet now we're like listening to her talk about how she feels unseen and unloved her dad's overseas never invites her over her mum doesn't care if she's living with her doesn't ask after her you know whitney's going on with her own life she lives with all these slaters who don't notice her that was really hard that was harsh to hear usually she's like kind of funny to watch and she's just you know making fun of people and things like that well even there even in the clinic when uh, jack was like doing all the talking for her then he comes back over and she says oh what do you say to the (laughs) who do you say you were he said oh tell him your uncle and she said that's why you're getting funny looks they've cut like like, several women and they're like looking (laughs) under their brows (laughs) saying being her uncle (laughs) and he looks back and goes oh (laughs) but even then like it shows like tiffany's so much fun she's so sweet it's like she's like just comedic relief and yeah and they're just, just gonna give her hiv yeah and at the end she's like oh i told sonia that you were taking me shopping so i'm gonna go fleece you for all that you've got <laughs> rich unky jack uh, i was gonna say about um at the start of that storyline there's a scene where whitney says that uh, she called the school and the school said don't oh, worry yeah. get, come back next week have a week off like what what is whitney saying on the phone hi yeah it's whitney uh tiff's caregiver sister half sister doesn't matter anyway she's uh, been off doing drug deals the last being couple groomed. of weeks she's been groomed she's possibly been assaulted yeah not been in school for months <laughs> yeah the guy on the phone going yeah i'm looking at her records now she hasn't actually been in for about two or three months unless now. have they pulled her out to go to milton Keynes? i don't know and then uh, what shit yeah, and uh, don't call the police, though, or the social. Promise? Um, we are looking after her, I swear. We this are time looking... we are. And they've gone, yeah, give her a week off. Cheers for that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, just take a week. Take a week. Yeah. But Sonia's like, right on, I think she's going to be good as new before we know it. Sonia's Sonia, a fucking Jesus idiot. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sonia is something else. She's a real menace. And she's meant to be like this, you know, trying to be this maternal caring figure. 
for Tiff, but I think it was the week before where Bex came down and Tiff was like, all right, Tiff, uh, Bex, you want to go and hang out? And Sonia was like, leave her alone! <laughs> like, wow, well done to Tiff's mental health and self-esteem. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, she might have been trying to man- manipulate you, but don't react like that. They, I think the problem is with her, like, I like seeing her with Jack. That was great. Yeah. That was good back and forth, good banter, good jokes. She's wasted with Bernie. But the problem is, whenever Tiff's on screen, you, I'm on, like, a constant countdown for when that door yeah. opens and Bernadette Taylor <laughs> just is there, gormless, being a lesbian. Tiff can't like... even have a mo. No, not a lesbian. She's not actually come out. She's just saying that she likes Tiff. <laughs> no, didn't she say she came out? Uh, like when I came out. She couldn't even let Tiff have a moment with her uncle. She had to, like, slam... Even though they Tiff closed the door behind her. That's the international understanding that please don't open this door for a moment I'll come back in. Open the door. Look, my new hairstyle. Not everything's about you, Bernie. Jesus. She ruins it for me. And it's the fact, oh, I've already said, she gets away with everything. That's the last thing I want to say is the whole Bernie-Ted situation. Ted roll. Yeah. This is amazing. Like, how long's Ted been away for? Months. Months. Before <laughs> Months. Christmas, I think. Yeah, yeah, right? And during that whole time, conveniently, his flat has been used as a crack den or whatever it is. A trap For house. no one's knowledge except for Bernie's. <laughs> yeah. Bearing in mind there's very, like, thin uh, ceilings mm-hmm. because Ted was always complaining about how loud the tailors were. Yeah. And the tailors always used to listen to Ted and Joyce yeah, arguing. Happily. Right? <laughs> but they couldn't hear, like, a whole gang of teenagers having a riot down in Ted's flat. What's going on there, for one? But, so he comes, you're telling me he comes back the day after the whole thing Such ends. Such amazing timing, really. <laughs> He did come back during, literally the day after it all ends, he comes back in his little car, one little briefcase. One tiny bag. Walks back for a few months in Australia, walks back in, and Bernie's already, like, blubbering and going, oh, I can't tell you, oh, I need to tell you, I took that why, did, why did Karen and Mitch have to clean it? Shouldn't it have been Bernie's and even Tiff's responsibility? Bernie, as, has... as a punishment? Yeah. Not, sort your not, life out. Not Mitch going to clean it and then Karen taking Bernie down and going, do you reckon this is okay, Queen Bernie? And Bernie going, he's gonna know. He's gonna know. Because I'm gonna tell him. Yeah, because I'm... <laughs> I wish you would have bloody said that before I spent hours cleaning up. <laughs> Poor Mitch. Yeah. He's used as a dog's body by everyone in that square, including Bernie. I just hate her so much and she ruins everything and she's told Ted now. I don't care what Ted's gonna say. Did she tell him? Well, it cut, didn't it? She said... And he said, um, Bernadette, what have you got to tell me? Oh, I know. It's so, I hate that relationship. It literally <laughs> sickens me every time I see them by themselves. <laughs> and she's like blubbering, going, oh, oh. Right, it's a new one. Welcome to Shirley Shirley's. Okay. I've made a new page for this. <laughs> right, so basically, you know how EastEnders is set in. East London. I am aware. And in East London, Cockney rhyming slang is a thing. For anyone who doesn't know, Cockney rhyming slang is replacing a common word with a phrase that rhymes before then shortening it further to one of the words from the phrase. And listeners, I've never read that definition out. Which I wrote earlier so I wouldn't forget. Did you have that in the top of your head or did you Google it? I Googled it and reworded it myself. Reworded it? Yeah. So, i.e., Apples and pears. Stairs. Stairs, right. So you get where this is going. Shirley, Shirley's. I'm going to read you three possible Cockney rhyming slangs and give you a what it means. And okay. you have to tell which one it is. Okay. Right. You've made so, the other two up? Yeah. Okay. So one's real and two are made up by me. Lovely. So, 
The first one is gay, right? So one of these means gay. Why have you chosen gay? It, I just did random ones. Right, so, gay, sale of clay. Gay, what they say, or gay, bale of hay. Which one do you reckon it is? What they say. What they say? Yeah. Unfortunately, you're wrong. What is it, bale of hay? It, it is indeed bale of hay, <sighs> so they would say, he's bale. Because they don't actually replace... This, this is what the Cockneys do. They don't replace it with the rhyming word. They replace it with another word in the phrase. Oh, yeah, you did say that, didn't you? Yeah, so it's... He's bail. <laughs> Thank you. So, zero out of one. So why do they call Blood Claret, then? Look, I'm not saying I'm the master of uh, Cockney rhyming slang. Okay. I'm just saying I've Googled these terms okay. and made up some myself. <laughs> so, Shirley Shall you've got zero out of one so far. Just the second say. one... Prison. Right? So oh, it, there's three. <laughs> okay. I've done three, yeah. Okay. Prison. Is it boom and mizzen, clean and risen, or out of commission? I like out of commission, because that's what you'd be if you are in prison, but I think it's boom and mizzen. Is it the way I read it off here? I had to go... <laughs> no, but actually, I think the... Oh, I don't know if you're, like, playing me in that way. I wasn't. It is boom and mizzen. Yay! <laughs> and you'd say, he's off to the boom. Yeah, I've got it now. Right. You need something that like that sounds right at the start. Yeah. So I would. So I should have really said right? um, what they say because you're not going to say someone's what. I mean, you could. You know, yeah, you these companies. They do anything. There's yeah. no rules for them. Anyway, so one out of two. Nice. Shirley Sherlock's number three. <laughs> the title doesn't make any sense. Doesn't I was matter. working with nothing. Here. That's all right. That's all right. Number three. Slap. Is it either a taser zap, a Watford gap? Or a metal cap? Metal cap. Metal cap? Are you sure? Yeah. It was Watford Gap. So you'd say... Watford Gap? Give you a Watford round your face. Uh, yeah? You learn something every day on the Beard of Wit podcast? Yes, you do. <laughs> Some That's you never feature, wanted to know. Eh? There we go. You like that one? I liked that one. <laughs> yeah, you did like right. that one. Who was your hot for this week, Kiani. Keanu. Oh, straight yeah? up. Mm. He's back with a, with a bang. He's literally banging Louise. Ooh. Literally. He could he could bang Sharon if he wanted, but he doesn't want to. He wants to throttle her, and so do I. Perfect. Carney's back. He's the new Phil. No questions. You're hot. Jack, of course. Good guy, Uncle he was Jack. My second. A lovely man, just sorting out, <laughs> keeping secrets for his great niece, just sorting her life out, helping her any way he can. My not is is Bernadette. She is the worst little cretin I've ever seen on a TV screen. Yeah, that's I fair. hate her so much. I, I want her to melt on TV in front of me. <laughs> like I want, I want it to be too hot, and she literally melts. And you just it cuts back, and she's a puddle on the floor, and you just see that horrible purple coat laid there. And Karen goes, "Where's Bernie?" And someone just goes, <laughs> "Karen, she's she's melted." <laughs> and Karen goes, "What?" And Keegan goes, "Ah, oh. oh well." <laughs> <laughs> Who was that again, Mum? We've got Fit Sister now, Chantel. <laughs> My not this week was Ted. Uh, he was on screen. <laughs> he two wasn't seats. On, he wasn't two on screen seats. this much. You've but got two weeks to he, choose from. He genuinely makes me feel uncomfortable, especially because he's with Bernie in that flat by themselves, and he's calling her Burn and Bernadette. I just find it honestly, I find it really hard to watch. I'll tell you what I do enjoy. I enjoy the fact that we've been away from Ted and Bernadette and Nat on screen 
romance for about oh. four, five months now, before Christmas. I can't stand it. And as soon as they're back, they've got the one-two, the Bernadette Ted. I just, not. it's hard to watch. I don't know if I'd hate Ted as much as I do well, if he Tiff, wasn't around same Bernie. As Tiff. I find it hard to watch Tiff because I know that she's being bullied into this kind of like, you've got to be a lesbian with Bernadette. She's the fucking queen round here. I've got nothing left. I've got nothing left. <laughs> if you liked our podcast, then you can find more of us on Apple podcasts or you can find us on youtube sometimes as well our channel's there it's just whether we get the videos up or not you can find us on twitter at bwi underscore podcast on facebook feel with it any standards podcast or you can email us us with some compliments or constructive criticism at feel with at gmail.com did you say that someone mentioned us and then deleted it straight away? oh yeah someone did mention us then deleted it straight away i hope they were saying something about um about Karen's children. <laughs> People often regret immediately reaching out to us. Because <laughs> we rope them into jobs. Well, I, like from, now on, from now on, what I'll do is I'll just uh, I'll screenshot anything that comes through. Because I thought, I'll keep that for the week after next when we do the podcast. And I looked and I saw it had gone. I was like, oh, that's how it is, is it? <laughs> that's how it is. So I remember, can't shout you out now. Do you remember the, tw- the tweeter? The person who wrote it? I don't know. If you were that person, please let us know because we're sad that you... Just explain to us why you... I think they might have said something that was then explained in the next episode. It made them hey, look stupid. don't worry about that. We've... Hey. We don't care. <laughs> we look stupid every episode. Remember when we called Aiden? Uh, Adrian. <laughs> for a whole episode. I still don't know the names of Karen's kids. We used to get Keegan and Keanu mixed up all the time. When you say we, can you refrain that to you? I'm sorry. Who was the one that didn't know Habiba and Ikra's names? That was recent. That's fine. And they're new. Beep, beep, bye. Bye. <laughs>